Hi, hi, hi. This is your boy Kamara Nathan on your show as usual the Comfort Minds podcast. Oh yes, we are live back in studio after a long time of resting. I understand many people have been into their festive season and now that it's over and it's gone with the year 2022 we are back to studio to discuss with you a few things about mental illness as usual as always our discussions um range from a number of um topics in mental health and even other health related matters in 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 across the country and the world at large and so today i i am here in studio alone i have no guest like i always do but i want to discuss i want to talk about a few things that have happened in the country here in uganda east africa and the world at large we've we were hit by COVID-19 and uh, after that we were hit by Ebola. So literally it's not been easy in the country and uh, very many people have, you know, had a challenge here there. And um, we are glad that we have survived and uh, condolences to those who lost their loved ones due to the to the two or due to one of the the biggest uh, challenges that hit Uganda covid and ebola and so uh in studio today i felt like i should have a few talks about uh what is happening what has happened there in your area those that I feel like um, could take your attention to listen in as a as a good listener, and you never know you could share one or few things that you would pick up from this conversation. So, to start with, I I understand majority of our, of our students, our, our our kids are going back to school in a few days from now, a few weeks from now. And so as a parent out there, as a student out there, how prepared are you? How how good enough are you to start back, you know, from where you stopped before you went for holidays, now that we are opening up again, the journey of school, how prepared are you mentally? Psychologically, are you doing well? Do you feel that you're ready to go and, you know, attack the books again? As a parent, do you feel you're ready to take back this student or this uh, child of yours back to school? How psychologically are they set up to, you know, start the journey? Uh, why do I bring up this discussion? Uh, in a few uh, days uh, back from now, we 
uh, came across a statement by uh, one of our ministers in the country in our in our in our parliament uh, one of our greatest leaders uh, and the minister was pro was uh, putting up uh, a, a quest a request to probe about an incident or rumor let's call it rumor because i really don't have facts about it but about uh, a certain you know act that had happened in one of our biggest schools in the country and 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 this act was of course uh, to some ears obscene uh, to some people not something you know uh, good for a public place or a public institution like a school and so um, the question is as a parent do you know what your child could be going through at school do you have access do you have time for a discussion between you and your child or your student who is at school uh, 24 7 you are at home 24 7 or you are at work 24 7 you have no you know that kind of um, good time to have a discussion with your, your your daughter or son who is spending much of the time at school with colleagues with friends with buddies you know and so We've, we've come across students who come to us and they, they say, I am going through something that I feel that I cannot even share with my parents, but I need someone who can listen to me, who can really give me time to tell them exactly how I feel. And you feel like they, there has been a gap between, in between uh, the parent and the child because if they can storm an institution or storm someone like I need to talk to somebody can you find someone to talk to who's not going to judge me who's not going to yell at me about what is happening to me about what I'm going through and so you feel like this is the gap we are talking about there are many behaviors that could be happening back there in schools where you're not as a parent and so if you don't have time to discuss or to have an ample time with your daughter or son you may never understand forever what these children or what these uh, daughters and sons of yours are going through and so to me it's a question of 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 of, of, of thought why not spend time and have a small chat with your son when they are back from school they have come for holidays and 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 friend them friend them first is it even possible do you feel like it's a, it's something you can do so psychologically our students or our, our our sons or our daughters are going through hard times that we may never know and if we don't give time to these aspects of life in, in, in between in the lives of our children or our sons it will never be 
something achievable. Our dream, our goals as, as mental health uh, practitioners is to make sure that everyone, everyone's well-being is at its peak. So I just want you to think of this scenario where a student is going to go to, to school and they are misled by maybe a colleague at school and they end up into a behavior that you yourself culturally maybe you don't believe in, that you yourself uh, culturally you feel like it's, 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 it's a shaming and all of a sudden when, they, they, when you get to know exactly that this happened and it was your daughter or son who was in the act, you yell at them, you want to beat them, you want to throw them out of the home, you, you know. But do we really mind exactly where it could have started from, where, it could have, where things could have gone wrong, where, where you didn't play your role, where you didn't you know, mind about what could happen, where you didn't uh, you know, predict that at the end of the day, what if this happened, what if, you know. So, questions of what if are important in whatever we do. So just think of it. What if I take my student to school and they are not happy with it? What if there is something they are not happy with at that school? What if there is something I'm doing that my child doesn't like? So all those questions could be a leading uh, guide, a guide to you understanding and getting closer to your children, to your, you know, to your son, to your daughter, so that you can understand what could be happening in their life. As a student out there listening to this um, uh, podcast, I just want you to reflect on what your values are, what your goals are, what you need to achieve as you go to school. What are those dreams? You know, we've seen our friends saying, I want to be a teacher, I want to be... I want to be um, a lawyer, I want to be a doctor when I'm done with school, I want to study so hard that I can be a lawyer like my father, my, my mother. So all those you know, goals, attach them to your values. What is that that you do best, that qualifies you to become who you want to be? What is that that is unique about you, that you feel that with me being like this, I am worth it? I am the valuable person for this. I will make it through this. You know, something that you feel um, you are embraced with, you are happy with. What is that behavior that you do that qualifies you to become that doctor? What is that behavior that you do that qualifies you to be the smartest person out there? So with your values, you will not become misled. You will not end up, you know, being misled or mislead someone else. Attach yourself to your values. Attach yourself to whatever you know you're good at and be the champion out there. We understand peer pressure is there, but at the end of the day, you don't need to keep stuff to yourself and you die with them alone. It is never good to stay alone 
it is never good uh, to, to, to end, uh, to, to make uh, decisions alone. Think about something as a person, share with someone, hear their voice about it, hear what they have to advise, filter what they tell you, filter out the bad out of it, filter out the good out of what they are going to tell you about, whatever you've questioned them about, and filter. When you're done with filtering, give it a second thought. Think of what they have told you. Think of what you have thought about yourself and gauge out a decision that is going to be perfect for yourself. If you can't really have, uh, if you feel like you cannot share with your parents about something, then it is okay. Find someone, find spaces that you can share your problem, your challenge, and you get, you get guided. We need to prevent making decisions on our own by ourselves. It is right for you to make a decision as long as it is informed. It is an informed decision. It is going to put you out. It is going to make you stand out. But not just to think of something there and then snap it, snap it out, start on it, make a decision out of it. You may end up making a mistake. So this is the, the Comfort Minds podcast. On a show, we usually discuss different aspects of life uh, to do with our mental health, to do with our other health-related issues, to do with whatever is happening in the country, in our lives, in, in our colleagues' lives. And so on this show, we discuss these matters in depth. Uh, host uh, colleagues, experts in mental health and other related fields to discuss these issues for our own good, for our own people, for your own understanding. And we request that you give us feedback about what we share here, what we discuss here, so that we can improve or you could be having some an issue that you feel like we should talk about or we should you know inform the world about and so we will take uh, into consideration your requests and we will talk about these issues these issues in depth in depth and we make sure that you learn we learn we unlearn we relearn and learn more from you our audience and from us your host we thank you so much for listening we will always be available we will always have uh, discussions for you please visit our channel and share our podcasts to other channels of yours so that people can learn and people can find out something out of what we discuss here thank you so much for listening we love you this is the comfort minds podcast your one mental health show.
afternoon listeners good afternoon wherever you are my name is your boy kamara your one and only host on the comfort minds podcast show and today is a chilly thursday as usual wherever you are i hope you are doing well you are doing well whatsoever you're doing what you put hands on is it a job is it a commitment somewhere in a certain restaurant in a certain office i believe you are doing wonders out there like as usual we continue to host friends colleagues different stakeholders in the mental health perspective people who are doing great jobs great things out there in the department of mental health we usually bring them out here and discuss listen to their voices and see their commitments come through to uh, activeness and today i don't have anyone in studio but uh, in our last segment uh, we were talking about uh, school life students parents and the teachers and today I felt like we should discuss more about social isolation, a disorder that literally affects majority of our students out there in schools. And so I feel like this is something that we all need to know about as teachers, as parents, and students at large. All right, so we have been living as human. We have been in societies where we have schools, where we have churches, where we have different institutions. And so a school is one institution that harbors majority of us, that majority of us have gone through, majority of us have interfaced with, you know, learning or education in one or the other, be it a primary school, be it a college, be it a university. We all have been in some institution close to education or something to do with learning. And so social isolation is one of the disorders that has affected majority of our students because we have to associate with people in schools, with our students, with, with teachers, with parents, and everything. Whatever uh, gatekeeper that is found in a school environment is, is someone we, you, you and me will find ourselves interacting with. And so today, like I had said, let us see more, let us learn more about social isolation so that we can have an understanding of how social isolation affects people, of how it, it interfaces with, with different people, 
and how in someone can go about it to make sure they overcome the challenges that come with this uh, kind of disorder and so but if you are out there and you're thinking of uh, this uh, disorder what is that that you don't know about this disorder or what is that that you've heard about this disorder and you have never understood exactly how it works or how it, it comes about and stuff like that and so in most cases people of course in, in interpret social isolation in different ways so this you could say maybe call it exclusion or rejection and so all these will mean the same, will mean the same as social isolation um, in people. So, just to think of it, if those around you don't accept you, you may feel excluded and rejected from important parts of your life. This might, of course, include family, work, social events, and faith communities, like I had mentioned earlier, churches, mosques, and any other worship centers. These connections are often important parts of our identities, feelings, of course, feelings that cut off from them can make you feel isolated, lonely, or even insecure. So all these are connections that we often feel they are important in our parts of life. And once they are cut off from us, we will of course feel lonely. We will of course feel insecure. We will feel like we have been rejected. We will feel like we are not more important anymore in the lives of these other people or other friends of ours. And this is very upsetting, of course. But of course it is important to remember that it is not your fault. And of course you're not alone. Once you are going through social isolation, it shouldn't be a fact that you should feel that you are alone in this. No. People have gone through all these. People in different sectors have gone through all these issues, these disorders. Call, call it depression. Call it uh, you know anxiety. People have gone through this. And so we have communities that have, of course, interfaced with this, these issues. Now, talk about the LGBTQIs. These people, sometimes they feel isolated. They feel rejected. They feel society does not understand them. Even us in, in our own, you know, in life, Sometimes we feel like you have a friend who who has been understanding you, who you've been running to in case you have a, have a problem. And at the end of the day, when you have an issue and they are not attending to you, they're not giving this attention they have always given to you, you feel like you've been rejected. You're not understood anymore. And so we call it social isolation. We call it a disorder that has affected majority of our people out there in the different communities. And so it is important to know that while you are going through this disorder, it is not the end of the world. We will look at uh, later on, we will look at how best can you overcome, how best can you work out on this, you know. 
and 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 sometimes of course you 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 might find it helpful to talk to other people in your own and in your own circles people who you feel like they they are they 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 have what you you belong to the people that you feel they're in your lineage they're in your your your, your understanding for example if i am an artist i am a musician i should be able to collaborate well with my fellow musicians in the different sectors so these are the people i would first of all run to and i would first of all look at talking to those who understand my line of experience so sharing your experience with the people your peers for, for of course for peer support is something that is very very important and uh, of course this is usually called peer support it can help be it online be it in in person you're able to meet someone and you talk to them the this is very important there are of course a range of social and support groups across you know the world um those that are on online those that are you know registered mental health organizations uh, i mean they are there they are there it's just a matter of finding out trying to you know locate them and so i have a quote that i need to you know share with you here a friend of mine at one point shared with me and when they were sharing with me they quoted oh i will quote their their say someone said i felt like i had no choice but to hang out with my friends not not be out here homophobic language and just blend in i could not be who i really was around certain people so you just imagine just imagine that quote just imagine that that voice speaking to you or speaking to someone imagine someone mentioning that i could not be who i really was around certain people and that is where it all starts from as long as you start hearing the echoes of you cannot survive with these people you need to go away you need to you need to refocus you need to focus on yourself nobody is going to understand you all these voices coming through your mind you just know you are going through what we call a segment of of of, of social isolation and once this is put in action you will have an active disorder of social isolation in yourself so within social isolation we have what we call the minority uh, stress and and everyone experiences stress in their own lives but not everyone lives with the stress of social stigma or discrimination when you face this because you are in maybe a in a minority community like being uh, gay being an lgbtqia plus uh, of course we will call it minority stress it means in this group you live with higher stress compared to the general population 
so just i i i i i really put a reference to these groups because we research shows that uh in these groups you will meet such disorders at a highest level and so it is very important to um compare with these groups and 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 uh, these communities because of our own understanding for the purpose of us understanding very well exactly what we mean by uh, uh social isolation or social stigma of course and we say that you might be even more affected if you feel like you're part of a minority within a mi- uh, we, within a minority of course for example if you were a bi a bi a bi or trans trans or non binary or you may feel stigma because even from within the that community you will be isolated in one or the other you will not be maybe literally you may not be understood you may share out a message and someone doesn't understand you exactly or you may have a new experience into the group or to the community that you will not feel comfortable in in terms of opening up in terms of discussing with them so things like that so living in a minority st- with i mean living with a minority stress can have an impact on your physical and mental health and that we should not forget that as long as you have stress in a certain group because of that group you will have the impact of that stress on your physical well-being and your mental health and that is very important to understand because you cannot fit in a community where you are not understood where you are not heard where you are not encouraged where you are not you know given a chance to speak out and that is what we call the, the signs and the symptoms of you being uh, directly going into uh, a disorder like social isolation i have another quote as i i i i i, I, I wind up before we go into a, a break uh one person said i could not join the lgbt network at my university because the group was biphobic i had many of the members using the terms greedy or confused i couldn't be my whole self anywhere just think of it that is one one just quote one just statement from someone out there but just imagine if you were a grown up of a modern in a modern you grew up from a modern place let's say you in a city like kampala you grew up from you know a good place and then as they tell you that christmas has come away we are now going to the village to check out on, on our grandmas our grandpas you know to enjoy with them the, the the festive season but as you get there you realize you're the only person who you can speak to you you're the only person who you can walk with you're the only person who, i mean everything is just new everything is just like for 
you are alone you are not the language is literally a bit different the understanding is different the way of doing things is different you may feel left out you will not be comfortable you will start to feel unwell you will start to get anxious on different things so that is what we call social isolation and so in just simple terms i would like to stress out this that there are treatments for these disorders that we talk about here on this channel that you've had a you've had um, an opportunity to interact with different people and they've told you about these disorders anxiety depression talk about low self-esteem talk about all these suicidal feelings and stuff like that there are treatments there are ways mechanisms of how to overcome these challenges and so one of the simplest mechanism is to seek for professional help is to seek for professional help i repeat it is very important to reach out to seek for help i mean you are not alone everyone has gone through or everyone is going through something but it is important on how you want to achieve on how you want to overcome what you're going through let's go for a short break and as we return we'll look at the coping mechanisms as we wind up with our show today thank you for listening catch up with you when we are back i found a photo of a younger me It's funny how smiling can hide what's underneath Sometimes I wish I could go back and help So this is what I say in a note to myself Hey there lonely boy Don't you worry about the future Lord knows you're gonna get there Just keep taking it day by day There's gonna be some heartbreak. You're gonna make some bad mistakes. But God still got you when it don't feel that way. Oh God still got you so you're gonna be okay. Always reaching, always trying to measure up. Asking me if I'll ever be Try 
Thank you so much for listening in. We are back. Welcome back from that short break. And now we want to look at the coping mechanisms on how to overcome social isolation, on how to overcome loneliness, call it any of that. So if you are out there and you really feel like this is a disorder that you've, you've interfaced with, the only thing I can tell you is to stay connected. As my number one mechanism that I can give you to really overcome loneliness or call it social isolation. There are very many feelings that will come your way. But social isolation and loneliness are associated with higher rates of depression and weakened immune system. Of course, not leaving out heart diseases, dementia, and early death, of course. So it is important that as we listen into this show, we take into consideration these learnings that are very, very important for ourselves. Now, if you are at risk or if you are experiencing social isolation or call it loneliness, try to stay active and better connected if one if you live alone or can't leave your home make sure you are really really connected if you feel alone or disconnected from others make sure you stay connected with people find out ways of how to get to someone you can talk to if you recently had a major loss or change in your life it can be a loss it can be a change of life it can be um, an, uh, a change of job it can be something that has overwhelmed you please try to be connected from the word go if you are of course a caregiver you really need to be connected if you lack a sense of purpose if you feel like right now you lack a sense of purpose, these are one of the things that you really need to oversee and think of how best to get connected to people so that you can really get out of these dilemmas. Now, I can give you a few ideas on how to stay connected. Of course, find an activity that you enjoy or learn something from. You might, of course, have fun or meet new people with similar interests, and that can help you to be connected. Of course, 
not leaving out the fact that you need to be get moving get moving exercise of course you know that exercise decreases stress and it boosts your mood and increases your energy get out there get moving get out of your room move one kilometer two kilometers walk jog around come back stuff like that of course some people are good at volunteering volunteer somewhere you will feel better by helping others you know of course get in touch get in touch with family friends neighbors in person or or even online i mean covid brought us an era where everything can be done online you can hear by uh, from people by phone and you know uh, by whatsapp twitter get to associate in any way you can and lastly consider of course adopting maybe a pet if you can those who are good with pets a dog a, a cat anything anything that you're okay with you it could animals can be a source of you know comfort and uh, may also lower your stress and blood pressure so think of all those uh, ideas that i've shared with you and think of how you can get out of or you can get rid of loneliness or call it uh, social isolation uh, i remind you that feeling lonely or being isolated are bad for your health it is better to get tips for ways you can stay more connected to others as you age out or as you really go through your life to make sure that you are a good living human a person who understands your mental health but again remember that mental health is your wealth without without mental health there's no wealth it is very important to consider all thoughts of all thoughts that come your way in your daily life daily stresses can lead us into bigger stresses and that is why we say these disorders that come our way are not a one go issue it must have come from a long journey it must have come started from a long journey as you move on with life i am here as your host on the comfort minds podcast show that comes your way every thursday afternoon on this channel please share our channel in your circles for others to learn from this channel for you to get feedback from your friends who have been helped and for us to better our services and our discussions with you comment on how this channel is uh, helping on how you feel about it whether it is achieving whether you you feel comfortable with what we discuss here and and guide us guide us we need to learn from you we need to relearn we need to learn and you need to learn from us i love you and your host on this channel i remind you that your wealth is your mental health keep good mental health for a better living you are not alone in this and you can overcome this by 
your efforts and by getting connected to others. Thank you for listening. Catch up with you next Thursday. Bye-bye.